0: Joining us uh, for uh, further discussion on this is researcher and analyst on gender politics and culture, Nomboniso Gasa. Thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: Um, morning, morning, um, Sakina. <laughs> uh, Sakina, and you can understand that I'm a bit I, I certainly do. Because I just got a call now, but.
0: No, we appreciate. Thank you so much for uh, speaking to us this morning. Mm. And um, as I said, you know, um, in that uh, opening uh, statement, Ugutwala, when we talk about Ugutwala, everybody thinks that they know what it is, they understand what it is. But it's something that has um, deep-rooted, you know, um, uh, uh, um, inclinations into our culture in terms of what it actually is. So if you could, by just starting us out and telling us what this practice actually is and what it means. Well, I mean,
1: you know, um, I think it's it's important that... uh, uh, that we talk about um, uh, it is a practice you know rather than um, a custom um, and as a practice it is one of uh, a whole range of ways in which marriage um, is or has been organized um, by by families even by by the young um um, by by the young couple themselves, you know, the young couple who would, would be married. Mm. Firstly, um, I want to make it I want to make this um, statement. Ukutwala is not only happening in the Eastern Cape and parts of KwaZulu-Natal. It's actually happening across the country in other, I think in Susuti, it's called Koshubedisa, and and so on. It's got different permutations. I um, also want us to make a distinction between uh, forced and arranged marriages mm-hmm. and um, and abduction. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give you the context in in, in amongst um, uh, some closer speaking groups, for example. Um happens when one um, there is an arrangement? Um, let's say a, a man has a problem um, finding a wife for whatever reason. Um, so um, arrangements would be entered into with the young woman's family um, or um, to try and and have this. So it's about arranged marriage. Um, It is also about um, a a marriage that the young couple are actually forced into, both of them, without knowing, without their consent. Now, there is a difference. There are different... um, permutations here, Okutwala refers to the part, to the marriage actually that is um, abducted, that that involves abduction and that involves um, lack of, of, of consent, either by both parties or most um, in most cases by, by the woman. Now, there are a whole range of other um, sub practices or practices of marriage, for example, uh, in Ipossa we call it ituku that is elopement right uh, where young people um i, I hear, i'm saying this because I listened to your introduction mm. where a young couple decides that they actually want to force the hand of a parent you know um or force the hands of the bride and uh, of of the bride to be of the woman the parents of, the, of, 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 of 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 the of the of the bride to be and decide that you know what these negotiations are taking too long. And it's very expensive this whole business and so on, and then they decide uh, that to to just jump the gun and and actually get married, and what they would often do is they would um, elope, but now in order for her um, to, um, to you know to have some security of sorts, she would um, they would either feign you know stage a forced marriage kind of thing where she's fetched and so on, or would simply in the evening steal away with her, her partner and go to his home with him, and then the following morning, a delegation would be sent to the family and, and um, to say that do not look for your child, your child is not lost, the child is here and the child is with us, and then you know, negotiations would then ensue. These differences are very important because we put everything under one umbrella, and I think we miss quite a lot of stuff. Now, what is the problem? Uh, is firstly is the part that is non-consensual the part that we see these days where kids children that should not even be considered as of um, marriage or um, age for that matter are actually forced into marriage and that is the part that the south african law review commission is um is, is, is looking at and there are a number of issues there um, one uh, we have to be in south africa we are signatories of international conventions so we have to be um consistent with these international conventions that we that we are signat that we're signatories of and when you look at that then you find that in fact forced marriages are prohibited uh, also the issue around uh, the age of marriage mm. is, is very important because we see young children um, forced into into marriage and we need to understand um, what is going on there and we need to ensure that, in fact, that practice does not happen. And this is what um, the South African Law Review Commission is um, is looking at. And um, and the, 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 the key issue here is that where marriage is concerned, uh, there, has also to, there have to be other considerations, and it can't just be that somebody wants a wife, and, and, and therefore somebody will have a wife. There are other considerations, and those considerations are, as I've said, the law of the country and the international um, conventions that we, have, um, that we are signatories to.
0: And uh, we are joined uh, now also by Professor Tanda Bantu Tlapo, Chairperson on the Advisory Committee on Ugutwala and Deputy Vice-Chancellor at the University of Cape Town. Thank you so much for your time this morning, uh, Prof. Now, uh, given what um, Ms. Gasa has just shared with us, can culture be used as a justification for Ugutwala?
2: Um, Thank you very much uh, for having me and uh, good morning to yourself and your viewers. Uh, Can culture be used as a justification? Uh, I'll tell you why I have a problem with the way the question is phrased. Mm. Um, The whole of this area of practices by indigenous uh, peoples of this continent is of course under the cultural umbrella. Uh, I guess what you are saying is, um, is it an excuse that gives... Um, the right for people to do whatever they do as long as they can classify it under the heading of culture? And my answer is no. Um, the heading of culture is a, an important one and when it is used, it uh, ought to be used um, in ways that in our present uh, legal and constitutional state uh it must be enjoyed and used in ways that do not infringe on the rights of others so in a short answer to your question is no uh, one should be careful about using culture as an excuse to justify ugutwala having said that i would like um, to problematize a little bit the idea, even of using the label Uwutuala to describe some of the distortions that are, are, are currently happening, which I guess are the issues that has that have brought us uh, here to discuss this problem. Is topical, and I I would I would caution against uh, simply assuming that um, there is this practice and it is open-ended. People can interpret it any way they want and it is still going to be have to have to be called Gutwala. There are some things that are so distorted Mm -hmm. from the original practice that they don't deserve the label
0: and 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 i guess uh, that is exactly what um um uh, Gasa was talking us through mm. uh prof uh, before you came on because mm. uh, there are a lot of distortions uh, people are doing a lot of things under the guise of it being this cultural practice called yes. ugutwala mm. so and, and 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 the question we are asking essentially this morning is I think, in light of what we have seen in recent times, um, and which people have called or labeled Ugutwala, if we think back, I think this thing came to a head around uh, 2009, um, where there were television programs mm. and, uh, you know, reporting uh, this practice where young girls were essentially forced into marriage um, with older men. And um, that I guess is where this whole discussion really came to yes. the fore in the mainstream.
2: Uh, agreed. And uh, it may even have dated um, some years before that, but uh, this is information that is easily uh, obtainable from, for instance, people who've been dealing with this for a long time, like the Commission on Gender Equality, uh, which has actually gone through the main provinces affected and has held uh, workshops and seminars and meetings and imbeasles with traditional leaders, communities, and so on. Um, It has, I suspect, um, at bottom to do with changed circumstances uh, where people do not make the connection between the changed circumstances and their romanticized view of a previous practice for instance the changed circumstances of today um, this thing that we sometimes glibly call poverty and inequality for a lot of real flesh and blood people it is real um, and so, when a man gets to some a, a set of parents and offers money, the, the conditions are there to play out this scenario as if it is under the umbrella of a known and socially accepted culture. So, for instance, that amount of money uh, cynical people might call it a bribe or a, um, an inducement, uh, but in a the tendency is to find it easy if the parents think they need this money to call it lobola. And so, some of the more intractable um, cases of Ugutwala have very much to do with this complication that even though the young girl herself is not a consenting party. There is a parent somewhere who is holding a sum of money that they are very keen to characterize as Lobolo um, and it confuses the issue. And
0: isn't that one of the key problem areas though and if uh, Masgasa would like to come in here as well, the fact that someone can be forced into marriage without their consent.
2: Well, um, as you say miss Kasa will certainly um, have have a view on this uh, um marriage without consent is illegal um there are s- situations where if we had a lot of time i think i could establish to your satisfaction that it was so even in a number of uh, African indigenous systems, uh, there is, as I heard Ms. Gaza say uh, when I came in, uh, a great deal of confusion, of intermixing things uh, and therefore blurring the lines. Uh, I know of African traditional communities where a strict distinction, for instance, was made between child betrothal on the one hand and forced marriage on the other, and where these communities uh, in fact stand for square against forced marriage, but do countenance uh, child be through that because that comes under the umbrella of a totally different set of relationships where a child might be identified uh, very early on um, and earmarked, if you like, but uh, Usually, it was untrue that uh, having been so earmarked because of obligations entered into even before she was born, um, it has not been a a necessary follow-up that she has then uh, been forced into marriage. When she has been, um, there there has been litigation um, uh, in, in the chief's court. Uh, in those communities that make the distinction between earmarking on the one hand and forcing somebody to marry. Forcing somebody to marry is illegal.
0: Okay, let me, let me get Ms. <clears throat> view on this. Yes, well, I mean, I, I, I think that,
1: let's just agree um, that non, marriage without consent, in whatever form, in present day South Africa, is illegal um and that both parties firstly have to be at the age of consent where they can make such a decision and secondly um that uh, they uh, not only age of consent but also that there should be no uh, manipulation in any in any in any way <clears throat> i agree with um professor Nklapo that the problem of blurring the lines that i was trying to um to, to, to explain it. Mm. The problem of blurring um, the lines um, in terms of just calling everything gutwala and calling it forced and arranged marriage is, um, is part of what creates confusion. But I think that what we are talking about here, I would imagine, is um, in fact those marriages, um, whether with young girls or even with, with women um, where there has been no consent, where they are forced And uh, manipulated into marriage. And I think this is what we um, are, that this is the key issue that is pressing us in South Africa. How do we deal with that? Now, ordinarily, one would not easily um, suggest that you criminalize a cultural practice because um, you cannot really legislate against um, culture. Um, that it, it dies and it revives and it continues it mutates as and how it applies in a particular society um, and, and you know different, at, at different times also it comes up for a whole range of reasons So, but I think that it's important for us um, to have a framework based on our constitution based on the kind of society that we want to have and the international conventions that we, we are part of so that when we do legal reform um, and 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 law review processes we we at least have a framework around what we can what what we want to do so from that perspective and given the consequences of ugutwala that we see um of what is called ugutwala these abductions of, of children um and 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 the the incredible um problems health social Um, problems that these young people are having Mm. and their lives being destroyed I do think that um, it is in fact important that we say unequivocally that um, these forced marriages um, are are illegal that they are criminal acts and they should be treated as such and I think on this we cannot broker um any kind of conversation around what is a cultural practice it simply has this abuse of children under the guise of 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 culture has no place in our society Um, and i think that the cost as we see um right now in different parts of south africa the cost is very high to these young people's lives to their families and, and 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 so on